Hello, race fans, and welcome to Disc Golf Daily, the podcast that gets you caught up with disc golf growth and news in just 10 minutes. The most recent PDGA member is Ragnar Yemestad, 278-383 from Norway. Welcome aboard. On Tuesdays, we also run through non-pro tour, non-major wins for A-tiers and the like. And uh, the 19th Open at Tallahassee. Al- the 19th Open at Tallahassee happened this weekend. Nathan Queen bested Ezra Robinson in a playoff. And Stacy Kiefer beat Sarah Hokum in a playoff. And on the other side of the planet, at the 46th New Zealand Championship... Corey Ellis and Luke Humphreys go 1-2 on the men's side, and Juliana Corver and Zoe Andyke go 1-2 on the women's side. Let's start with the stat of the day. Thank you, Lily. Today's stat of the day is driving. We do fairway hits and parked. Starting on the women's side, not a shock at all, Kristen Tatar 78% fairway hits, bests Missy Gannon and Hanlon Hanley, both of whom sit at 76%. On pars 4 and 5, those are the women that are taking advantage. On a par 3, if you're trying to get parked, you're looking to Hannah Blomroos, 13%. Kristen Tatar, 12%. Evelina Solonen, 11%. A European invasion on the driving on parking par threes. Moving over to the men's side and parking par threes, Calvin Heimberg, Kale Laviska, and Simon Lazat are the top three. For fairway hits, Calvin Heimberg, Kale Laviska, and Isaac Robinson at 80%, 79, and 79. One thing I looked, I went ahead and looked way down the list. Ricky Wysocki is 45th in this stat at 74%. So that means on a par 4-5, maybe there's there's nine of those on an average course. And uh, Ricky is missing one out of, he's missing 5% more than those other guys, the top guys. So that's one out of 20. So basically... Every other round, Ricky is missing one more fairway hit than Calvin. Well, I I mean, every stroke matters, but that's not that big a deal. You can make that up hitting one one lucky duck coming out of circle two. Anyway, I'm going to argue that fairway hits, especially on the men's side, not a hugely important statistic. It's Tuesday. Time to track PDGA growth. Thank you, James. There's a lot of different ways to track PDGA growth. We track it via the events, approvals, and membership. Event growth over the last month had been slower than 2023. Happily this week for the first time, 2024 has outpaced 2023. Through February 6th in 2023, there had been 550 PDGA events. In 2024, there's been 556, basically 0.5% growth, but we're not lagging anymore. However, PDJ approvals growth has not stayed up with the events. In 2023, through this point, there had been 39 disc and target approvals, disc or target approvals, 
and in 2024 there have only been 15. I'm going to run through the five that happened this week. Discmania has released a new, presumably putter, named the Spore. Uh, that has been approved. Look for that to be coming out sometime, I suspect, this year. A new manufacturer called Bernoulli has gotten in a disc approved, uh, an eponymous disc named, obviously, the Bernoulli. It looks like it will also be a putter. Uh, Prodigy has had a disc approved named the Waco. Pretty interesting name. I'm uh, presuming that they are going full bore in on the event, the Waco Open. And this looks like it's going to be a probably a mid uh, based on the wing width. Maybe a, a short range mid. And Dynamic Discs has had a disc approved. It's a distance driver named the Dynamic Disc General. And the also, uh, well, Westside Discs has had a distance driver approved named the Prince. They do have different um, specifications. So those are not the same disc, just to different uh, with different name brand, name plates on them. And those are the five discs that have been approved over the past week. So look for all of those to be coming out sometime soon. Sorry for that little aside. Continuing on with PDGA growth, we're on to membership. As we said earlier, the current highest PDGA number is 278383. We have had 2,307 new PDGA members this year. Having said that, we're estimating that we would grow at about a rate of 13,000 new PDGA members over the entire year if we keep this rate up, which would be 36% of what we did last year. That would be a significant slowdown. Hopefully that number will pick up. Having said that, it did not pick up in the last week. Uh, current current members were at 72,499. Seriously, one away from 72,500. Ah. Anyway, uh, extrapolating this out for the entire year, we would anticipate we would have 125,000 members at the end of the year, which would equal a 9% retraction in the size of the PDGA. So PDGA growth so far this year, behind expectations. YouTube subscriber growth report for tournament coverage. For all the channels that do tournament coverage, the number one channel in disc golf, shocker, Jomez Pro with 447,000 subscribers. The DGPT is in second with 173,000 and Gatekeeper is in third with 142,000. GK Pro and the DGPT both added 1,000 new subscribers last week and the Disc Golf Guy and MDG Media, which is a European tournament coverage group, both added 300 new subscribers last week. Keep it up. Tournament coverage on YouTube and Disc Golf is a fantastic thing. Those are all some great people to subscribe to. Number one news story of the day. 
Thank you, James. I would have to say that is Anand Steele's article celebrating Kristen Tatar's resilience and her rise from a significantly lower status in, uh, in her life and doing it all with a child on her hip. Congratulations, Kristen. It looks like a beautiful piece. And link is in the show notes for everybody that wants to check it out. What else is happening? NADGT tour exemptions have been secured by Corbin Milcheski, the MPO champion at the NADGT, and by Eliezra Midling. It's going to be fun seeing both of them out on tour all season. If you want your chance to earn a spot in the, uh, pro, in the 2025 Pro Tour, check out the NADGT. What else is happening? Infinite Discs put out a really cool list of the highest rated disc golf discs of 2023. Uh, the, not counting the Infinite Discs, the Berg was the number one rated disc, followed by the PA3 and the Envy. The Glitch and the Firebird round out the top five. What else is happening? In other news, Total Main put out a nice article about Disc Golf's Steve Minich. The IDGC receives a facelift and reopens. Links in the show notes. But I think another important aspect of news that happened yesterday was from Evan Kearns, who was on Staggered Stance last night. Definitely worth a listen. Go over to Staggered Stance and check it out. It's a podcast and a YouTube. He says we should have a similar experience to what we're currently expecting from UDisc Live. There is a new option to obtain distance to target on every throw. I wouldn't expect this at the first event, but hopefully it gets used more and more, and the commentators get to implement that as part of their commentary. Um, also, I presume that with the new available playoff structures, PDG Live will be able to handle both sudden death and aggregate playoffs. Look for PDG Live to display stats and scores for all PDG majors and Pro Tour events. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Throw them straight and hit the thin gap. As always, if you have any comments or news you want to share with us, discgolfdaily at AOL.com.